Hello, and welcome to Prima Diaries, the place where you can come to safely and anonymously share your highs and lows on the journey to becoming a physician. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome, and thanks for listening. I'm your host, Dr. Allison Gray. We created Pre-Med Diaries and the other Med Diaries podcasts so that physicians and physicians in training could have a place to speak our minds, vent, unload, and hear one another in support and solidarity. The pre-med journey is not easy, and there are many stressors, roadblocks, and frustrations, but also incredible joys, like that first time you get get to shadow a physician, that first interview offer, or that first acceptance to medical school. Here at Pre-Med Diaries, we want to help you on this journey to avoid and deal with burnout, an ever-growing threat and serious problem for our physician community. And as a pre-med, it's never too early to start. In each episode, we will hear from a pre-med student, and I'll share some thoughts of my own as well. We may also hear from others of you who have called in and left a response for the caller on a previous episode. Today, in this episode, we will hear from a pre-med student who is dealing with lots of financial stress and fear of the unknown. So, I'm a pre-med student. I have three kids, and I'm married. I work full-time. My wife works full-time, so it's been a lot of stress. Graduated a long time ago, actually. Um you know, greater than five years ago from undergrad and it's been a little while doing some post-bac work and everything. And it's really stressful right now because we have the three kids and they're all in daycare and have to pay for it and trying to do bills and budgeting and just the astronomic debt that we're already in just with credit cards and everything like that, that we're barely in the black as it is. And then the idea of uh, going to medical school and all how to pay for everything. So got accepted to one medical school, so I guess this entry could be a little bit of both, of just really burnout and overwhelmed by everything. At the same time, I'm being excited that the journey has at least been accepted somewhere. So I don't know really where to go as far as the financial things go. Uh, I'm not really sure uh, what the best move is going to be. Um, still interviewing for other schools. Got accepted, like I said, to one school, so I'm really excited about that. But just trying to figure out... Uh, just the finances behind everything and what's going to be the best for my family to be able to uh, put food on the table for at least just the four years of med school for undergrad med school and then residency beyond that. I know that our plan is for uh, my wife to work while we're in school, but making sure that there's going to be enough for everything. And I've heard advice from other people of, you know, your federal loans, if you can't take out enough to cover just everything, you can do some private loans and just really at a loss as to where to even begin about thinking about all that stuff or what I should be doing right now. Um, you know, just made some, some poor financial decisions. I was a young kid, so um, we'll be on that. But I think it's just a little overwhelming and takes away some of the excitement of getting finally getting an acceptance and then still being excited about interviewing at other schools um, that are away from where we live right now with the, the idea of maybe having them move. Because uh, we're actually pretty close to her family right now. So... Um, really just trying to figure out all those things and whether if I get accepted to another school, would we go? Um, so, yeah, it's just a lot on my mind. Uh, trying to make sure that I keep everything together for the kids and spend time with my wife and that we can actually still have our relationship. And I know that med school is going to be even harder than what it, the journey was just to get to this point. So I think it's a little bit of uh, just fear of the unknown at this point. So... I don't really know how this podcast or phone call thing is supposed to work, but that's all I really wanted to say. So I guess thanks for being there. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, caller number two, for calling in and sharing your thoughts and what's going on in your life. 
Wow. It's a lot. It's a lot. I have to say hearing from you guys, my heart goes out to all of you because you're dealing with really heavy stuff. This is tough stuff. This is not, you know, easy peasy, figure it out in a day type stuff. This is the stuff of life, the really hard stuff. And when you're working toward becoming a physician and you are working so hard and also trying to put food on the table for your family, there's there's not much that could feel more important and stressful and the anxiety that can come with that is huge. So I applaud you for just sticking in there and and making it through all this and honestly congratulations having an acceptance is huge and you only need one acceptance after all to become a physician, one acceptance to medical school and many of us had one acceptance and that's that's where we went. Uh we had I was accepted to one med school and waitlisted at another and that's where I went. And my life has been forever because of that, uh, the way my life is now. So if that ends up being your acceptance and and you don't have any others, that's all you need and, and you'll make it work. I think financially, it's, it's hard to direct you, of course, because on a personal level, everybody has a different journey in terms of where they go and what they do financially. And so I, I would say to you, Uh, Just because I know so much from uh, listening to Ryan that uh, directing you to his podcast in terms of where to where to start, you mentioned that uh, you're having trouble thinking about even where knowing where to begin. And that's really understandable. It's it's incredibly daunting and intimidating thinking about not just getting to medical school and being a med student, but how to pay for it. And so I would say if you haven't had a chance yet, check out some of Ryan's episodes on the pre-med years. Uh, There's a session 94 where he talks with someone who runs wealthanatomy.com. He has uh, other episodes where he talks with the physician and publisher of whitecoatinvestor.com. And these are people who can just even give you ideas and thoughts about where to begin. I can also tell you that once you really know where you're going to go to medical school, and you can do some digging on this beforehand, there are great financial advisors at a lot of medical schools. So for example, where Ryan and I attended at New York Medical College, we had a fantastic financial advisor, Tony, who we we love <laughs> and we keep in touch with to this day. And Tony was incredibly helpful just from the get-go. He also talked with us at our interview, and I don't know if you had the opportunity to, to hear from any financial advisors when you did interview with the program where you were accepted at that medical school. But that would be someone that you could just call. And and now that you have an acceptance, you also really have, you don't just have your foot in the door. I mean, you're in the door and you can say, hey, I've been accepted and I really need some help. I need to really think about how I'm going to pay for this. And I have a family of three kids. I'm married, yada, yada. So I think that would be just, you know, just even talking to another person who knows this space may give you a little bit of just some peace of mind and and just some ideas. And that's always a great place to start. Just some just some ideas about how do I even begin to think about this, like you said. So hopefully, checking out some of Ryan's episodes on his podcast, on the one one of his, his podcasts, I should say, right? All of you guys listening, you know he has a lot of podcasts. Anyhow, you also talked a lot about your kids and how to put food on the table. And I feel for you. We have two kids and the idea of just every day thinking about what are we going to make for dinner and how are we going to make sure that we have something healthy to put on the table and how are we going to make sure that all the bills are paid every month so that we have 
healthy stuff to give our kids. It's really funny because some of you may know my husband, Ryan, some of you may not, but he is also a physician and we have over the years talked about kids and we have two now, but I remember and I'll never forget Ryan and I were talking before we had children and he made some comment about how he thought that kids weren't expensive. He was like, kids aren't expensive. And I thought, oh my God. (laughs) And he has definitely changed his mind since we had that conversation. Kids are very expensive. They're very, very expensive. Think about having a pet. I mean, my gosh, people do so much for their pets and I'm allergic to basically everything. So I can't have a pet, but I love animals and I have lots of friends who have pets. And it's amazing what people will do for to take care of their, their pets because they're family members. And then think about having a child. So those of you out there who don't have children yet, or that's not part of your future plans, children are very expensive. (laughs) So having three of them and three little kids, that's very, very overwhelming, even just in and of itself. Never mind going to medical school, applying to medical school. That is very, very overwhelming. I think for almost any parent, raising humans, I think is probably the hardest job on the planet. And I say that as a physician who works uh, now. <laughs> so I I really do feel for you out there with, with your kids. And I, I think as you move forward, your kids are going to just be in awe of you and you're going to over and over and over again, show them just how powerful you you can be and and you are because of how much you've already accomplished and how much you're going to accomplish down the road and you're going to show them just how much you can do in the face of fear and the face of the unknown so i think it's going to be awesome i really do now that said of course daycare is expensive and i hear you what you're saying about the debt and and debt is a really scary thing i think you know, we we all have fears in a, in life. We all have things that that really terrify us, and and certain people are more terrified by by different things. Probably, if you have a history of having debt, and I don't know if you do, uh, you mentioned that you made some some poor financial decisions in the past. I think probably most people have. Probably even really wealthy people who are millionaires have probably made a poor financial decision in their life because it's prob- it's really hard to be human and not make a poor financial decision at some point. The great thing is you have obviously learned from them and you are making it work. You are putting food on the table every night for your three children and your wife and yourself. So clearly, even if you have a history of that, you're, you've moved beyond that. And the, the other big thing is you have you have awareness. You have awareness of the fact that you don't want to be in that situation down the road. So the, the whole fact that you, you're planning for this, you're aware of it, you're already a leg up, I would say. Now, clearly, I'm not a financial advisor, but I think that just thinking about these things and planning is is a huge part of all of it. Now, in terms of your acceptance, like we were saying, or as I was saying, that's amazing. And and hopefully you're going to have even more acceptances, which will then give you even more options. And I would encourage you, even if you don't, like I said before, if, if that is your only acceptance, great. If it's not, I would reach out to these other financial advisors at these other schools where you're interviewing along the way, because again, they're sources of information. They may give you other other tidbits, other ideas about how to pay for this whole thing. I can guarantee you you're in very good company 
There were so many of us in medical school who took out loans, and there are a lot of loans. There are a lot of ways to do this, and there are federal loans, private loans, as as you mentioned already, and there are rural programs where you can go and agree that you're going to work for two years or whatever the commitments may be. They're all different. But let's say you're going to work in a rural area as a physician. There are places where you can do that and you make a commitment and then you end up having a, a really great deal of money saved because of that option. So I, I'm basically putting things in very generic terms because I can't really give you any particulars. But just to say that if you want to be a doctor, you will find a way to pay for it. I know you will. I think so many of you out there, especially non-trads, are in really a a very scary situation thinking about how you're going to pay for this very, very expensive schooling. And you already have jobs and you already have mortgages and car payments and all these different things. And you'll make it work. You will. Because this, as we say, is a calling. It's, It's not just a job. It's a calling. And if you want it bad enough, you will make it work regardless of what you have to do and what you have to go through. And your wife and being uh, someone who can also work will help. And so those of you out there who have spouses, I think, you know, leaning on a spouse during a time like this is an important thing to be able to do. So having that partnership with, with your partner or your spouse is huge. And that relationship will only strengthen during medical school. I can guarantee you that it's a very stressful time. But if you go in with a very strong relationship to begin with, it's going to be fine. It really will. I think (laughs) from my personal experience, just seeing uh, the other students in my class, it wasn't marriages that broke up. It was boyfriend, girlfriend who'd been dating for a few months or boyfriend, girlfriend or boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, whatever it may be. They'd been dating a few months, a year, and they were going in different directions in life. And that's that's really the thing. If you've committed to another individual and they're on this journey with you, which clearly your wife is and your children are, it's a different deal. So it's really just a matter of how are you going to make it work and get that time that you need to have your relationship still take a priority. Because no matter what you're doing, whether you're in medical school, a resident, an attending, or prior to that, a fellow, you, of course, are going to want to prioritize your marriage. And how to make that all work is different for everybody. But it's an incredibly important thing that you'll want to prioritize over and over and over again. So again, I would say, I'm going to keep saying this this on this episode, and I'll probably keep saying it a lot later too. You will make it work. There are a lot of uh, people who do um, figure out how to how to make that work when they're married in medical school, and we had we had several students in our class who were married and also had children. And I think, to be honest with you, they actually had a leg up on the rest of us because they were. It was so important to get home and get to their kids and have time with the kids to read books and do bedtime, do bath time, do all those very important things that when they had to study, boy, they were as focused as you could possibly be. So some of the others of us who didn't have children to run home to and maybe we were dating, maybe we weren't, we had nothing but ourselves to take care of when we would go home before we started seeing patients, I would say, on the wards. And even then, when you see patients on the wards, you go home to yourself It's totally different when you have children because their needs are prioritized. 
And so I would tell you that you actually, even though it seems kind of scary and daunting, you have these financial considerations, you have children, you're looking at your relationship with your wife, how is all of this going to work? But I would tell you that I guarantee that you're actually going to be even more focused as someone studying than than others. Now, call in and tell me if you disagree, <laughs> others of you out there, or maybe your med students listening to this and, and you have a different feeling about it. But I think it it having children demands that you focus your time in a different way because you just don't have the option. You you have other people you have to get to bed, not just yourself. I, I think about my sister who's eight years younger than me and we're sort of always in a different phase of life because of that. And I'm the older, she's the younger. And someday when she's married and has children, we'll be sort of in the same phase of life. But I laugh because I think about now and how she can just run out of the house if she wants to go do something. And that is not a part of my life anymore. If I want to go get out of the house, I have to think about my kids and what's my husband doing and what are all the things we need to get out of the house. It's just a different frame of mind. So I I don't, I think if I had to do it all over again, I would still because I would still have wait to have children until after I had been to med school. But many people don't. Many, many, many people out there go through medical school and residency with children already. And I think it's phenomenal and they make it work and you will as well. That I think is all I have to say today. And I really applaud you caller two again for calling in. I wish you the best of luck on the rest of your interviews. And I hope that just that you get into some more schools, not because you need to, but just because it'll give you more options. And it's always nice to have options. As human beings, we tend to feel trapped when we don't have options, and it can feel even that much more scary. So I think if you do get more acceptances, that would just be nice because you'd have even more options, different different thoughts about where you could live and Maybe even if you don't have family in those other areas, you might have friends and boy, friends can really help with kids and cousins and other extended relatives. And so there may be other options that you're not even aware of. Fear of the unknown. This is the last thing I'll say about that. Fear of the unknown is is very scary. <laughs> it's fear of the fear. Uh, unknown is is about as scary as it can get because you just you don't even know what's to come. But sometimes the unknown, it can actually be a really good thing because there are things that you don't know that are actually wonderful that are coming along down the road. And your commitment and your dedication and your your just relentless dedication to this whole calling of becoming a physician will guide you and it will keep you centered and grounded. And I am just excited to see how it all how it all comes together for you. So I hope you've all enjoyed this episode and thank you to our caller for calling in. If you have any thoughts that you'd like to share on either what he said or anything I've said, please call in. You can call 833-MY-DIARY and just let us know what episode you were referencing and when, uh, not necessarily even when, but just the number of the episode. And I will certainly play your response and we can get a little bit of a dialogue going in a certain sense. So thank you again, and I'm really excited that you're all here. I'm loving doing this, and uh, just being a sounding board is just such a privilege and such an honor to be able to do this. And so if you, if if I'm in your ear, if you have earbuds in and you're listening to my voice, really, I'm just doing this to be here for you all because I think that we need to continue to break down the the just horribleness, <laughs> if that's a word, that is burnout. 
And I think there that it is never too early to start. So if you are out there as a pre-med and you are dealing with burnout or something exciting or anything in between and you want to just unload and just talk about it, I am here to listen. Call 833-MY-DIARY. Please listen again next week and we'll have another episode for you. Take care, guys. Mm-hmm.